This is Made in Montana News on the Treasure State Radio Network. I'm Jay Scott. The Helena City Commission has entered into an interlocal agreement with Lewis and Clark County to use federal funds to design a roundabout at the entrance to the Lewis and Clark County Fairgrounds at Custer Avenue and Henderson Street. The city commission voted five to nothing Monday to enter into the agreement. Work is scheduled to begin this summer and end in about a year. Jenny Chambers, public works director for Lewis and Clark County, says the project not only would involve the design of a roundabout, but would include repaving of the fairgrounds parking lot as well. Kevin Tenney, the fairgrounds manager, said the work was needed as the pavement took an awful lot of wear and tear during the COVID-19 pandemic when the fairgrounds were used to distribute drive-through COVID vaccines. The Montana Department of Transportation says it uses roundabouts to improve safety at state highway intersections. It says roundabouts reduce traffic delays, speed, and accidents. Game wardens with Montana Fish, Wildlife, and Parks are investigating the suspected poaching of a wolf in late January near Gardner. The wolf was found dead in late January. FWP spokesperson Morgan Jacobson says he said the game warden suspected the wolf was poached around January 27th. The area where the wolf was killed was inside Wolf Management Unit 313, where there is a quota of only six wolves this season. That quota was met December 27th, a month before the alleged poaching occurred. The Fort Belknap Indian Community's short-term lending companies will have to cease operations in Minnesota, According to a settlement, two officials of the company's parent company have reached with the Minnesota Attorney General's office. A federal judge in Minnesota signed off on the agreement on Tuesday, kicking off a timeline by which Island Mountain Development Group, that's IMDG, will have to provide the Attorney General's office with any information about existing loans given to Minnesotans, stop collecting any extra interest, and cease operations for at least four months and maybe longer. Attorney General Keith Ellison had sued the CEO and chairman of the Reservation's Economic Development Company, Island Mountain Development Group, in October accusing the company and its subsidiary, short-term lending companies, of violating state and federal consumer protection and usury laws by giving out and collecting on loans with exorbitant interest rates. The lending companies bring in about 90% of the IMDG's revenue, and IMDG's revenue accounts for about three-quarters of the Fort Belknap non-federal budget, tribal officials said. Minnesota's lawsuit against the company came after a months-long investigation by the Daily Montanan, which showed IMDG's three lending companies are under scrutiny in federal courts in other states. At the same time, the tribe, which owns IMDG, ousted the former board over financial mismanagement 
and filed a lawsuit against the company's former lawyer. The Minnesota lawsuit identifies three of IMD's subsidiary lending companies, Bright Lending, Target Cash Now, and Green Trust Cash, that the state says was engaging in predatory lending involving Minnesota residents. The Attorney General's office says it has identified 634 loans given out to Minnesotans that were illegal under Minnesota law, which defaulted and were referred to collection companies to the tune of more than $600,000. The Daily Montanan previously reported IMDG's lending companies were often handing out small loans with interest rates of 400 to 800 percent. Minnesota law caps most general loan interests at 8 percent, prohibits contracts that say state usury laws do not apply, requires lenders to be licensed and report back to the state, and caps short-term interest rates at 50 percent if a consumer can make payments and 36 percent if they cannot. The Bozeman City Commission is considering a potential severance agreement with City Manager Jeff Mahalish. The severance agreement will be up for approval on March 5th and features eight months of salary and eight months of retirement. That would be set at 18% of the monthly salary. Officials say this is a modification of the City Manager's current employment contract which has the terminated party receiving a year's worth of salary and a year's worth of retirement benefits. Mahalish will have his final day on March 5th, and an ethics complaint will not be filed. Employee housing at Yellowstone National Park is getting a big upgrade. The National Park Foundation and the National Park Service have received $40 million in donations to improve the park's NPS employee housing. The 40 will go to more than 70 modular units for park employees, including resource specialists, rangers, maintenance staff, and others. The National Park Service employs 20,000 people who support operations in 429 parks in all 50 states, the District of Columbia, and U.S. territories. In all, there are more than 5,600 housing facilities in 200 parks, ranging from 100-year-old cabins to modern dormitories and duplexes. More than 15,600 people rely on those homes, including 2,800 permanent and 5,000 seasonal employees. The current shortage of employee housing is the result of a combination of factors, including rising property values in communities surrounding parks and increasing demand for vacation rentals near national parks. The $40 million donation is significant because it will allow Yellowstone National Park to construct entirely new housing. Private philanthropy is well positioned to accelerate the pace of change in the national park system. The $40 million gift will bridge funding at the Yellowstone National Park to meet current needs for employee housing in the park 
and provide a funding model to accelerate construction of employee housing at other national parks across the country. Work on the new units in Yellowstone National Park is set to begin later this year. Montana Fish, Wildlife, and Parks is taking public comments on a proposal to kill off brook trout in a creek in the Elkhorn Mountains to restore native West Slope cutthroat trout to a broader stretch of the creek. The proposed project comes at an important time, according to the FWP, which said the current population of native cutthroat trout in Dutchman Creek, which flows into Prickly Pear Creek, could be eliminated within five years if the project does not move forward. The West Slope cutthroat is Montana's state fish. A 1981 study found there were only West Slope cutthroat trout in the creek, which runs through mostly U.S. Forest Service land, but also private property, but that the brook trout coming from Prickly Pear Creek had started to displace them, except in a two-mile stretch above a boulder field where the creek goes underground. The proposal involves building a fish barrier on private land that is downstream of the underground stretch, removing the remaining cutthroat in three and a half miles of stretch, including private land, and then killing off the existing brook trout before reintroducing cutthroat in 2026 above the fishing barrier. If you need to hear this report again, please check the podcast on our Treasure State Radio or KGRTDB webpages. Made in Montana News is podcast worldwide with listeners in now 53 U.S. states and Canadian provinces, three Native American nations, and 33 countries on six continents. We also post expanded versions of our stories on Facebook. Made in Montana News is heard on the Treasure State Radio Network, including KMEH, 100.1 FM in Helena, Elkhorn Mountains, Richardson County, Homegrown Radio in Bozeman, King West Radio in Billings, ResCast Radio on the Fort Peck Reservation, PIVA Radio of the Northern Cheyenne Nation, and Crow Res Radio of the Crow Nation. That's Made in Montana News. I'm Jay Scott. This is the Treasure State Radio Network.